0: Welcome everybody, this is BC. Welcome back to another episode of Supreme Being. For those of you who are on the Zoom chat, if you're listening to this, I leave the link every single day that I do the podcast, Monday and Wednesday, on my Instagram story, my Snapchat story, and my Facebook story. So if you would like to tune in live with us, I recommend you save that Zoom link and you join us. Same time, same place, every Monday and Wednesday, with a third podcast being added now on the weekends. Supreme Being is hosted by myself, sponsored by my team, which is uh, Team BC Sold. If you guys need anything real estate, go ahead and contact me. Or you can also go to Team BC Sold and shoot us a message. We can help you worldwide. Uh, Number two, if you guys are interested in being a part of my team and working with me, then go to partnerwithteambc.com. Check out that video if it makes sense. It's about eh, eight, nine minutes. Schedule a call with us and we'll chat. And lastly, Modern Success. Man, I can't talk enough about modern success. We do weekly calls. It's my coaching and mentorship. I recommend you get on it. Link is on briancasella.com or you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and also the video challenge. We start in less than 48 hours. We're starting Wednesday. I did one a month ago. People loved it. We had about 60 people on the challenge. Go to my stories. It's everywhere. You can find it on my latest YouTube video that I posted today in the comment section. Make sure you sign up. It's very affordable. It's only a hundred bucks and it will be completely different than any other video training you've done that I can guarantee you, okay? Limited spots, we have about 20 or 30 left, make sure you get signed up, all right? So let's start. Uh, There's a lot that I wanna talk about today, but there's certain things that are on my mind that I wanna discuss that I think are gonna benefit uh, the majority of the audience that I have. I know that probably 80% of my audience is between 18 and 35, and a lot of this advice that I constantly give is applicable to most people, Um, Depending on where they're at. And most of the time, it's universal. Over the weekend, I was having some chats with some people. And, you know, when you go like on YouTube or you go to any person or social media outlet we can say and look for advice, it seems like there's like a negative connotation on a lot of things, meaning most of the content that has gone viral or that gets a lot of views or has people's attention is mistakes to avoid, what not to do, right? And there's a lot of negative frames on these subjects because people are afraid of making mistakes. So they're already kind of approaching whatever it is that they're looking at from an incorrect angle, meaning they're looking for things to avoid. But if you're looking and focusing on things to avoid, by virtue of that, you're going to attract problems and mistakes. And guess what? Whatever you do, you're going to make mistakes anyway. Okay. So let's not look for mistakes. Let's do what we do. And then as mistakes come, we see them, we correct them, and then we move on and we get better. So I kind of wanted to flip that. And I had some conversations with some people over the weekend. And I also shot a lot of uh, video content this weekend as well. And I ended up having a discussion with somebody, uh, two people, actually, two different people at two different times about some of the better or best decisions that I've made, you know, in the last decade, we can say, or, you know, maybe seven years that I've been in real estate where I really dedicated myself to, you know, self-improvement, Getting my money together, getting my mind right, becoming a great speaker and communicator, and some of these other things, right? Social media, real estate, sales, all that stuff. And I didn't want to put that typical negative frame on it. So I came from this angle, and there's a few things I discussed. And the first one is this, okay? And I'm going to, I can have different variations of this, but in essence, especially if you're between 18 and even <clears throat> early mid 30s, living on your own, right? Having your own space. Now, some people have roommates. And I don't think that counts, okay? I'm talking about bona fide living by yourself. And, and this is what I mean by that, right? You may be in a situation where, you know, you have a wife or you're living with your spouse or whatever, that's fine, right? Uh, you can. I'll give you some tips later to, to help you kind of create this space, even though you may not, in quotes, live alone. So what I'm implying by this is one of the biggest benefits is people forget that we live in a very fast-paced world, right? Social media is going quick, right? Everybody's in a rush to work. It's a little bit different now because we're in the quarantine. But, you know, typically life has become this blur and just this weird thing that people don't really understand. They get caught up in it though, okay? And a lot of people never find time and they never make time and understand that you need to have your own silence and alone time and your own space because there's so many benefits to it that I'm going to cover here in a second. But having that, right? So when I look at, you know, my home where I live, you know, this is my refuge. This is my temple. This is my sacred space, this whole house, because it's just me and my cats. Or every once in a while, I may have a visitor, okay? I don't need to escape in quotes to meditate or to be in silence. I can do it right here, right? And I've set up the space that way to honor that, and that's one of the best things that I can say has led to my, uh, to my development. I was always out of the house because I played basketball, but more recently when I started real estate, and if you remember some of you OGs who have been following me for you know five, six, seven years, the apartment that I had over here in Northern Orange County when I lived over there, temporarily in, in the OC, I had a little 400, I think it was a 420 square foot apartment. And man, you know, I'd help my parents for a little bit, then boom, I, I get that little little apartment. um, I'm probably, I don't know, four or five months into real estate, right? Maybe a little bit more. And I get it. And man, immediately, right? You can create your own space. You can do what you want, right? You can have conversations that you want to have. You can have people over if you want. You have a certain level of freedom and liberty that you don't have, right? If you're listening to this and you live at home or you live with other people, or here's the main point of this is you're dependent on other people. Even if you have roommates, you're depending on them to pitch in for the rent. If you're living at home, mom and dad are putting food on the table and paying some of your bills, okay? If you're living for free and you pay all your bills, they're still putting a roof over your head. So technically they're paying for that, right? Meaning you have some sort of chain attached to somebody else. You're not self-reliant and self-sufficient. When you step into that mode as an individual, forget about what I said earlier for a second about having your own silence. I'm talking about stepping into being, especially if you're a man, self-sufficient and self-reliant. You now cross a threshold that is much better that you cross it early on than later because there's a lot of real life, a lot of responsibilities, a lot of character development that happens with that, that it's better that you do it sooner rather than later. And there's things that you're going to learn doing that that you're not going to learn otherwise. You know, all this stuff that people you know, are reading and listening to nowadays is great. There's a lot of people giving good information. However, what people forget is that information means nothing unless it's put into application. So if you listen to me and a lot of these concepts that I've been giving for years and you never take the step as an example, one of many of being on your own and having that risk and saying, shit, I can't rely on anybody but me. I can't call mom and dad and say, hey, I can't make it this month. Send me some money. no, no. no. That's not an option. It's I'm gonna sink or swim, right? Like I need to figure this thing out. And as uncomfortable as that can sound for a lot of people, that's what you gotta do. And the reason I'm bringing this up is I get a lot of questions from people, okay, at different stages and they say, well, the younger generation says, well, you know, I don't wanna go to college or I don't wanna do this and that, but my parents said I can't. What I just described is the way to break free from that chain. You see, people will fool themselves into thinking, well, I can't do it because mom and dad said no. If you're 18 years or older, you're an adult. You make your own decisions. Now, again, if you're at home or you're depending on somebody else, that's when they can come in and impose themselves on your decision-making because they put a roof over your head and they're paying for your stuff. See, now you're in a different position. Now you have to listen to them. So when you come to me and you ask me that question, I say, no, 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 no. You have a choice. You're just not willing to be uncomfortable and go out on your own because you know when you tell them, no, I'm not going to do what you say or what you want me to, they're going to kick you out and say, well, hit the road, Jack, and you're not willing to face the real world in that moment. You see, I am. I was willing to be in the fucking street when I completely 180 from professional sports and then having injuries to coming back and, and being broken to saying, okay, I need to find my way as a man. And those first couple of years were the biggest character building years ever. And this was one of those things that allowed that to happen and caused that to happen. And we can say it was one of the catalysts, was being on my own and not knowing, well, if things don't work out, I can call mom and dad. No, no, that wasn't an option. And if you have that as an option, throw it away. Force yourself to walk through this pit of fire and hell, whatever you want to call it, right? There's... There's something that you gain from it that you cannot gain any other way. And I'm saying that with complete sincerity to you. You have to be willing to go through some grueling shit, not just physically. I used to do that with basketball, right? But I'm talking uh, mentally, right? This will build the sort of character. It's just like in sales. In the beginning, they say, get out there and get rejected a lot. What does that do? You build the resilience and thick skin for rejection, which again, is another thing that you have to do to become more of a complete adult and separate yourself from everybody else. Because one of the biggest, you know, uh, black clouds or dark clouds hanging over people's heads is that they're afraid of rejection. So they will limit themselves and what they do in life because they're afraid of being fucking rejected, which is so trivial in my mind. It's dumb. Now, I used to be affected by it too, but then I faced it head on. You know, I would approach strangers, I'd go door to door, I cold called that shit got out of my system a long time ago to where now I can go up to people and purposely say dumb shit to force them to reject me and I'll just laugh and walk away like it's not a big deal. And other people will watch that in horror and say, Oh my God, how did you get rejected and and, and you don't feel bad? It's like, dude, because I've been rejected 10,563 times this year. I don't give a shit. I've saturated myself with that experience so much that now it doesn't affect me anymore like it does somebody else. Because that discomfort and fear comes from the lack of doing it, which always boils down to one of the basic axioms that I always teach in everything is you got to fucking do it. So with this, trial by fire, being out on your own, being self-sufficient, being self-reliant, you got to fucking do it. You can fantasize about it all day. I get questions, well, when do you know is the right time? Now, motherfucker, now's the right time. Stop fucking waiting. Well, I need to prepare and have this ready, dude. Even the people that have the perfect plan, newsflash even if you have the perfect plan i want you to listen very carefully shit that you're not expecting to happen is going to happen so you can be like oh i'm going to save up you know one year of money and this and this and this and then you're going to put yourself in the position and it still might not work out the way you planned it cuz things that are outside of your control are always going to happen like this how many people did those plans and preparations like in my industry in real estate and said, I'm gonna hit the ground running, then that first week or first month they were out, boom, coronavirus hit, and now everything is shut down. And they're like, oh man, what am I gonna do, right? That's an example of something outside of your control happening and ruining, in quotes, your plans. So being on your own, man, Eagles fly alone, right? You hear so much now, you're not going to be completely on your own. I'm talking about financially and you taking care of yourself. You can still have coaches and mentors and acquaintances and business partners, of course. But I'm talking about where you lay your head down to rest, what you call your own. I can say, this is my space. I can say, these are my cars that I acquired. I can say, these are my books that I've read and that I've acquired, right? Material is one thing also the experiences that I've gained, man, and the knowledge and the skills. I can say, this is mine. I acquired this shit. This is what made me the man that I am today. I started at the same level as everybody else. I wasn't special. I just put in more work and did different things. So now I'm not the same as everybody else. Fuck no. We all start in the same place. What you make of yourself is up to you. We all have the same 24 hours. I mean, this is basic shit that everybody knows. But what are you doing with that time? And what what are you forging in yourself. You see, I'm constantly putting myself in those positions where I'm unsure or I feel those same emotions that you feel, but I face that shit head on now and I know, hey, this is where i get better. I have to be in this. I have to throw myself into the fire. I can't just stand on the outside and watch and say, well, okay, you know, I'm going to dip my toes into the fucking water, right? Like some people do. I just dive head first. When I go to the fucking beach, even I just sprint into the water and dive in and get it over with. It sucks because it's fucking freezing. But get it over with. You know, getting a little bit of water and splashing yourself, what is that going to do? So that's one, right? Being out on your own, being on your own and being okay with it. That doesn't mean that you can't have the skills to have a thriving social circle, that's irrelevant. People will try to tie insignificant things that don't make sense into this. I'm saying being self reliant and self sufficient. And until you get to that point, you, you will not be able to graduate to the next level, okay? And you have to be able to do it because the moment you can stand back and be like, I can stand on my own two feet. I got this. I can take care of myself, man. That's a different feeling. And you, again, you develop something and there's a different presence to you. You, you're more confident. And all these other things that many of you are after, this is the solution. It's just this road and this path is not easy and it's a constant journey. And as you get better, well, your experience of life changes, right? So that's the first one, being on your own, being self-reliant and self-sufficient, 100%, 100% in in everything, right? And making your own decisions. Number two is, and I have so many floating in my head right now, right? I mean, I could just go on for hours, but I'm going to keep this short. Number two is this, is there has to be, and I'll keep this point short, there has to be a dedication and daily practice in the art of improving your communication as a human being. Okay. I mean, improving your communication straight up, how you speak, what you're learning. Are you studying language? Do you know? A little bit every day. That's something that like, it has to be like brushing your teeth. And it goes without saying, I've been saying it for a long time. However, a lot of people, it's not in their daily schedule. It's well, once a week, you know, I'll watch, you know, as an example, if you're just watching my videos to improve your communication and you're just watching my videos, that's not enough. That's not enough. I've told people Throw yourself into the fire. Do public speaking once or twice a week. That's a challenge I'm giving you right now in homework. Go to Toastmasters. Figure it out. Get a group of friends where you guys get together and you do 10, 15-minute speeches once or twice a week. Do it. Because that's the stuff that when you're at the networking event, when you're with your clients, that's where those results show up. And then you get the check or you find that new business partner, or you finally meet that person, you can connect with them that you've been wanting to connect with for a year, but you were too chicken shit to approach them, or you sounded like a dummy when you talked to them. You see, that's that's when you see the results. When the opportunity presents itself, I'm ready for whatever opportunity. That's why you guys keep seeing me win and win and win. Because when nobody's looking, I'm doing my shit like this, working on my communication. That's why I can stand on stage or stand in front of anybody with absolute fucking confidence in this subject. And say, put the best people on the stage. Let's go. I'm not going to fight people with money and some of these other things because I'm not at that level. But when it comes to my dedication to my craft of being a great and fantastic fucking communicator, put me on the stage. No problem. No problem. I'll bet all the chips. I'll go all in on myself. But see, this is a daily practice. This is a daily application for me. It's a priority. And when it gets bumped up to a priority for you, you'll see the ripple effect of that in your life as far as positive change and progress. Cause this art form, everything that you want is on the other side of it. Okay. That's number two. Number three would be this, you know, when I look back on, you know, the last six, seven years, there's a lot of focus right? You have a limited amount of focus as an individual, okay? And we can basically break it down into three categories. You have people who dwell on the past, people who are always fixated on the future, and then you have people who are all present, okay? Now, there's things that you can pull from each one. However, I truly believe, based on where my mind is at and when I assess my whole life, that the majority of your time, the majority of your time must be spent in the present in this moment being aware right we're here but are you really here from my experience myself and other people that i've talked to and observed too much focus on the past usually is rooted in negativity right and bad emotions jealousy right depression sadness too much fixation on the future okay provides that for most people, and again, myself, too much anxiety, nervousness, right? Feeling that you lack things because you look at somebody else who's seven years ahead of you on the journey saying, fuck, how am I going to get to that? I'm a, I'm a failure. Too much fixation on the future is the reason that I get literally 13 and 14-year-old kids messaging me telling me their life is over because they don't have a Bugatti yet. I'm like, bro, you're fucking 14 years old. Chill. When I was your age, I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. Relax. Do something now. Stop looking, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ahead. It's good to look at that and have your points, of course. But the majority of your focus and time must be spent here. What are you doing here that will then produce that later? That's that's what I don't like about social media sometimes for people. Is there's too much focus in the future. It's good again to have it as a marker, but if you have a hundred attention units of focus and you're putting 50 in the past and 50 in the future. Well, what the fuck are you doing right now? That's what causes people to not have motivation because you're either probably looking in the past or in the future instead of looking now. It's very easy. If I look at my schedule and it's 8 a.m. and I said, I'm going to make calls, good. I'll make calls if I'm focused on the present. All I need to do is look for one second in the future. Oh, if I make this call here, I'm going to be there. Great. Let's come back here to the present and do it. Let's go. So when you break all this stuff down, it's very simple. I can go on a million times. How about finances? God damn, I learned so much about finances. Getting your finances in order. Understanding wealth. Understanding money. Another thing you can look at, right? But I don't even want to get into that. The last point that I made before I wrap this podcast up about past, present, and future you will see that the lion's share of your time, many of you listening to this, sometimes myself included, is spent way too much in the past and way too much in the future. When I'm the sharpest, when I look back even in the beginning of my career, when I was just going you know, 100%, no problem, regardless of what was happening, because I was focused, what can I do now? What can I do now? What can I do now? All the shit, the clients that told me no, all the people that told me uh, you're not gonna make it, all that stuff didn't matter. It didn't matter. The less I focused on that, I was more in the present and the less that I focused on the future and just used it kind of as a guide. Boom, man, efficient. The times that I fell off or lack motivation or felt bad, it's because I was too caught up with something in the past most of the time. And then when I was too anxious, too scarcity mode, I was too focused on the future instead of being focused now. And you'll see that the majority of your time is being misused because we all have finite amount of energy and focus and time, right? So I'll wrap it up here. You know, I like keeping these episodes around 20 minutes. We might've gone over that a little bit. These are just some thoughts, you know, in regards to some conversations that I've had recently that I thought would be helpful to everybody. You know, I definitely think the first point, especially of being self-sufficient and self-reliant is hugely, hugely important. And that's something you need to focus on every day, not only for that growth, but also, You know, when you are that and you are self-reliant and self-sufficient, you can find your time to be in silence and do some of these other things that I believe are required for you to develop and really have peace as a human being and be efficient. Okay. So that's it for this one. Thank you for tuning in. We are on all podcast platforms. As always, we're sponsored by my real estate team, Team BC. If you guys need anything real estate, reach out to me or go to our website, Team BC Sold. Number two, if you guys are interested in working with me and my team, go to partnerwithteambc.com. Check out the video if it makes sense. Schedule a call with us. Modern Success, I really, really recommend you guys join Modern Success. We had two people join today. Welcome to the family, gentlemen. Uh, You guys can go to briancasella.com or go to the link in my bio on Instagram. And lastly, lastly, if you guys really want to step up your social media game, Your video marketing game get on my video marketing challenge what i teach in that challenge and myself in regards to video you are not going to get anywhere else it's not what you think it's going to be i guarantee you i'm going to make you uncomfortable i'm going to push you but if you do the challenge and you come out of it you'll be doing video you'll know how to do video and you'll actually fucking do it which i know many of you have been talking about and thinking about probably for years but you haven't done it you join this challenge after those 21 days you will be doing video i can guarantee that all right so that's it for this one guys Appreciate you tuning in every Monday and Wednesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Peace.